Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. La, 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 la. Have I been drinking butter? Because my voice is so smooth. Hmm. That was pretty smooth. Was it? Eh. You can't, you're not detecting hints of head cold? No. 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 Hmm. I don't want to brag. Well, okay. Okay, here we go. Okay, this is uh, actually something I should not brag about whatsoever. Every person is really good at a few things and really bad at a few things. I like, I'm pretty capable. You know, I pay my mortgage on time. I haven't missed one of those. I pay my car on time. I'm good with that. But for whatever reason, I have to be one of the worst people on earth for doing my taxes on time. Oh, oh, and oh, it's the end of April. It's the end of April. (sighs) And I am proud to say that yet uh, two days ago, I filed my taxes for 2020. For, uh, well, hey, the 2020 you're, you're almost, tax year. So then, what do you do now? Uh, like, did you have to pay a big penalty? No, that's just the thing. I've never once paid my taxes on time, and the, I've never paid a penalty. The for government it. does not want you hearing this podcast. There, I mean, the last couple years, they've actually owed me money, so I don't think they cared too much that I wasn't filing. Yeah, that's my theory. But there were years where I would owe one, two, three hundred bucks, and. Uh, I'd be months, six, eight, nine months late. Wow. Filing it and uh, no problem. How long did it take you to do your taxes, Bryce? The actual process of punching the numbers takes all of three minutes. Mm-hmm. The worst part is the series of passwords that I have to remember oh, and my usernames. God. And then you have to deal with the Canadian Revenue Agency website, which is pretty much the worst thing on earth. Yeah. And so it extends it to about an eight hour ordeal. Wow. Well, congratulations uh, for almost being current. Yeah, I'm uh, only two years out. Well, it was whatever one you would file a year ago is what I did. 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're only a year behind. So I got this year. And if I file it in the next 24 hours, it might be the greatest accomplishment of my life. Are you going to? No. No, I didn't think so. No chance. I'll Uh, do it in November. uh, Hey, did you notice my outfit today? I did. You look like you run track and field. Thank you. Uh, No, I wore, I kind of did this on purpose and I feel kind of good about myself, but kind of not good about myself. I'm wearing a black Adidas hoodie with three stripes down the sides, three white stripes down the side. Matches my shoes. Wearing black Adidas with three white stripes on them. I'm guessing people are probably looking at me today going, does that guy have an endorsement deal with is that guy sponsored by Adidas? Garner is sponsored by Adidas now. Wow. He's doing well. Because I really give off that athletic vibe, don't I? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I totally mistook you for an Olympian. Yeah. It's like, what's is that Andre DeGrasse? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, it's the exact opposite of Andre DeGrasse in many, many ways. 
You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Okay, it's Friday. Uh, this is when we do recommendations. Mm-hmm. You didn't have one last week, did you? No, and I was bordering, teetering on the edge of a second week with nothing. I just have nothing going but for me But you were right raving now. about something in my office this morning. Yes. Is that what your recommendation's going to be? Yes, it was my buzzer beater. Okay. I just started it last night. I'm only about three or four episodes in. Well, that's pretty good if you just started last night. I didn't have a lot going on. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? A Thursday night, you had nothing going on? No. Um, huh. So I was looking for a new show to watch, something I hadn't seen before, and that had, you know, it wasn't just a one season thing that I could sink my teeth into it. And I was on Amazon Prime looking and found this show. It's called Bosch. It's spelled the same way as the dishwasher, which threw me off. Mm-hmm. But it's this uh, cop show. It's been on, it was, has seven seasons. It just wrapped up last year. I've never heard of this. I'd never heard it before. So I immediately looked it up. And once I got past getting past all the Bosch dishwasher stuff, mm-hmm. I finally found it has like 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I'd never heard of it before. And uh, based on the few episodes I've seen, it seems really well done. They compelling, mysterious content. He's a cop. Bosch is a cop. He's a homicide detective in uh, the Hollywood division. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's twists and turns. I don't know where this is going. You're Let me tr- guess. Uh, es- figure out estranged from his children and his wife. <laughs> this this is the one thing where. Oh uh, my God, he is. A is few it? of those cliches do creep in. Where yes, he does have a daughter who. He hasn't seen since she turned 12. Does he live in a dilapidated houseboat in dry dock down at the marina? No. Oh. Doesn't live in the houseboat, but has like a a house in the hills with a beautiful view. And someone asked him, how does a cop afford this? It's because a studio paid him big money to buy the rights to one of his cases. Oh. (laughs) They made a movie loosely based on one of it. So it's got some of those cliches, which make me cringe a bit. But- Overall, so far, it seems very promising. Okay, so Bosch. Bosch on Amazon Prime. Running 97%? Yeah. On Rotten Tomatoes? Shocked me. I'm going to give you one that's running 98%. Well, I'll be the judge of that. Google will tell I, me for Honest long. to God, I think, because I watched the first episode of this, and I'm like, am I supposed to be enjoying this that much? So I had to do the Google, and Rotten Tomatoes confirmed that it's okay to like this show. Um, it's a Netflix series from 2019 that I've never heard of before, but it popped up in my suggestions. Uh, and I like the fact that it's a limited series. There's a beginning, there's an end. I don't enjoy cliffhangers. Uh, I don't enjoy the wait. No one wants that. And as a matter of fact, when I am president of Canada, Mm -hmm. the only thing you will see is limited series. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to get any of this season one, season two. See, everything will be like a Ricky Gervais series, one and done. And there's no second season, no matter how much you pay. Okay. It's a very uh, weird hill to die on. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this one is, I think it's like 10 episodes long, the, the season. I'm about halfway through. Uh, it's called Unbelievable. And it's the story of the victims of a serial rapist um, as the cops try and track the guy down. But the thing I like about this one is it doesn't dwell on the rapist. and It's more about the victims and how these women are treated by the various police agencies that are trying to help them out. Okay, so it's a comedy is what you're saying. Not even close. Not even close. The one thing 
that I really, I don't like, and this is sort of like you and the cliche cop things. Um, this one has a bit of a CSI criminal minds feel to it at times when they, there's, you know, the things like they have a special computer where they can take grainy, distorted surveillance footage and blow it up. And all of a sudden the picture becomes crystal clear. Yes, I'm not a big, hands. I'm not a big fan of that. Um, and some of the dialogues a little too snappy at times, but overall just a fantastic story. And I think one of my recommendations a few weeks ago was a show called pieces of her. And that's yes. probably why this one was fed to me because it's the same woman, this Tony Collette, who's fantastic. I like her a lot. Uh, like I said, it's got a 98% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's you, you know it's good, and it's not just me saying it's good. I uh, I looked it up to confirm, and yeah, Bosch, 97%, unbelievable, 98%. Beat you by one. That's infuriating. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. So, like I've been saying many, I've, God, I've been saying this for decades, um, survival is the new true crime. You but have been saying that for a long time. I have, and you actually got it tattooed on your neck, which is weird, but... Yeah, I got it written in uh, Mandarin, of course. Uh-huh. So, so nobody knows really what it means. <laughs> but we just started telling survival stories on the radio show, and some of these are amazing. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you right now, there's a guy you're going to hear tell his story in just a few minutes here about taking ayahuasca in the Amazon and falling into quicksand. But that's not even his best story. There's going to be a story on the podcast next week that he's going to tell, same guy, that's pretty grisly, pretty gross. Mm, yeah, how do we tease that without giving too much away? Let's uh, just say it involves a table saw, table saw and a hand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> the same guy. So that story will be coming up on the podcast next week. And you know what? We Bryce and I just started jokingly talking. Maybe we should start a a, a podcast, a spinoff of this about just crazy survival stories. Like I would listen to that. I love tales of survival. And we even came up with a, with a name for it. And it was, uh, that was close. <laughs> I would listen to that podcast just every week. Someone telling a different story of how they nearly died. Mm hmm. I wonder if it would get much traction with the F word in the title of the podcast, though. Probably not. The T-shirts would be harder to sell. They sure would. Yeah. But anyway, we'll uh, we'll have to think about that. A true crime podcast called That Was Close. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's like radio, but on the internet. Wow! We were talking about, and we're not traveling down this road again. But we missed an opportunity the other day when we were talking about the woman who uh, fell into the outhouse, down into the pit. She was trying to retrieve her phone, and uh, she had to use that phone. She had to pluck the phone out and then call 911 to come rescue her. And instead of us telling disgusting tales of what happened to our phones, we should have used that as an opportunity to talk about that one time you survived that thing. Like, she's got an epic tale of survival now. She fell into an outhouse. Mind you, she probably won't tell anyone that story because it's so disgusting. And she put herself in that position. Like, she got herself into that pickle. But I thought, let's tell tales of survival. The only thing I have that comes even close, and it's not even that good, it was the 
I was this was years ago, and I remember it was years ago because it's when Much Music still used to show music videos. And I was sitting at home, and I was alone, and I was eating my lunch, which was a tuna sandwich. And I'm watching music videos on Much Music, and I started choking on my tuna sandwich, like to the point that there was no air coming in and there was nothing going out. Like it was frightening. I managed to uh, expel the sandwich. We'll just leave it at that. And it was fine, but it was terrifying. But that's as, you know, that's as good as my story gets. And it's not very good. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, there's some good ones coming in backstage here. Hang on just a second. Hello? Hey, Garner. This is Jordan. I have a story about the uh, Greyhound crash. Ooh, Jordan. So you were on a Greyhound. The Greyhound flipped? Yeah, I was uh, taking the Greyhound from... Uh, Fort Nelson, BC, moving back to uh, my little hometown of Saskatch- in Saskatchewan. And uh, we got about an hour out of the city, and it was freezing rain that night. And then it was pulling the trailer, so the trailer started to act like a pendulum. And then the uh, bus hit the ditch, did a complete 180. Um, so I grabbed onto the bar at the front of the bus to try and hold myself in place. And then it toppled over, ripped my grip off, threw me across the bus, through the adjacent window into the frozen ground. I dislocated my shoulder, severed my finger. I have uh, about an eight inch long cut in my back that was two and a half inches deep. I went through all my muscles, uh, broke some ribs. And uh, yeah, that's my tale of survival. But it said in your text, you had to hitchhike home? Yeah, yeah, I did. No, hang on. Uh, so, so, so just, I, hey, well, Jordan, Jordan, one second. Yeah. No ambulance? There, you just put your so, thumb out, but I thought... We were in the middle of nowhere. There was no cell service. So I wiggled out from under the bus. Like, if you Google uh, Prophet River BC bus crash, you'll see a Greyhound on its side with a trailer off in the distance. And there's about the width of a body sideways. So my shoulders were touching the bus and the ditch. Ooh. And I wiggled out, and I was all disoriented, and I stopped a trucker, and I got him to radio for help. But we were about an hour away, and I didn't realize I was losing so much blood until I put my finger about two knuckles into my back. And um, so I was bleeding quite a bit, uh, so I just started wandering the ditch. And uh, some guy picked me up and put all these towels on his seat so I didn't ruin them. And he drove me back up to Fort Nelson to uh, the hospital. How does that yeah. feel, though, like when you're uh, you're bleeding to death in a ditch in the middle of nowhere and before the guy who's going to rescue you, before he lets you into his car, he's like, uh, could I get you to sit on these towels? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's essentially what happened. Jordan, Jordan, hang on just a second here. Bryce, do I ask him the insensitive question that everybody wants the answer to? I think that's an obvious Yes. Can I ask you just one question? And this is going to sound really, really bad. But when you take a Greyhound bus and they don't get you to your destination, do you get a refund? (laughs) No, they didn't. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) Feels like that's the least they could do. Yeah. Hey, here's your 50 bucks back. Sorry you had a bad time. Yeah. That's a crazy story. Yeah, no kidding. Especially the, the guy who's just like, ooh. Well, he's talking Picks about it, too. I was Googling Prophet River bus crash, and there it is. Sure enough. Man, that would probably uh, 
I'm oh. going to go out on a limb and say that probably spoil your attitude towards taking the bus again. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Ryan, hey. Yeah, so uh, I was traveling about eight years ago in the Amazon with uh, one of my friends, and we uh, we did one of those excursions where uh, we went to go find a shaman in the middle of the, uh, the jungle, and so we had like no tour guide or anything like that. Uh, we walked a couple hours into the jungle, uh, did our little ayahuasca trip, and then Ooh. it Hi. was raining like crazy on uh, uh, on that night. And then on the way back, the trail that we took on the way in was a little bit muddy. And so we were kind of walking along, and all of a sudden I just started sinking in the, in the trail. And every time that I moved, I went deeper and deeper and deeper. And... Before I knew it, I was like pretty much up to my waist, and my friends had to use like logs and sticks and stuff like that to try and brace me so I didn't go down any deeper and pull me out. So, so quicksand is real? Oh, yeah. I thought it was like something out of a cartoon, but like I was laughing the whole time. Like, I wasn't scared or anything like that. I was just like, this is actually real. <laughs> and, uh, ayahuasca, how did that work out for you? Oh, I was happy as a clown. Did you? <laughs> I always hear reports of people going on ayahuasca trips and uh, kind of losing control of that end of their body in their pants. That didn't happen to you? No, no, no. It comes out uh, one end or the other, and uh, I basically jumped out of my hammock and started puking out a window. Oh. <laughs> so when you're sinking in quicksand, like how quick is it? Uh, it was pretty slow. Like, uh, like I stepped in it, I was like, oh, I'm stuck. And then... As I tried to lift up my foot, I just went in deeper. And then every single time that I wiggled, I kept on going deeper and deeper and deeper. Was that before or after the ayahuasca? It was after. And I think that's probably why I was so happy when it was happening. I was just like, oh, this is hilarious. (laughs) Well, I hope you left that shaman a bad Yelp review. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Ryan, I'm going to park you and hold for a second. I don't want to say too much, but Ryan has another story that we're going to get to, I think, because we're running out of time here. We're going to have to get to it on Monday that is probably going to blow your mind right out the back of your head. And you will have to have your mind surgically reinserted back into your skull again. It's a crazy story of survival. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. Uh, Listen to this one here. Survival story. 20 years ago in a rugby game, my husband broke his neck in three places when the scrum collapsed on him. He was dead for 72 seconds after being shocked in the ambulance on the sidelines repeatedly. The only surgeon that could operate on his neck was in Mexico and had to fly back to do the surgery. He was initially paralyzed, but they rebuilt his spine using metal plates and bone from his hip. He had to wear a collar for six months then actually went on to play competitive rugby again. Okay, that's crazy. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Uh, you can get in touch either through the text machine at 10029 or like this person here. Uh, you can call 780-423-1029. JP. How's it going? Good. How about you? Doing good. So I've got a, a helicopter rescue story. Ooh, okay. Were you being rescued or were you a rescuer? I was being rescued, but it actually involves two helicopters, one of which crashed in the mountainside and one of which uh, rescued us afterwards. Okay, you just got yourself 3,000 rescue points. Put them on the board. 
So, Let's hear the story. Yeah, it was a bunch of years ago, about 15 years, doing field work on the um, front ranges of the Rockies, uh, west of Grand Cat, going in for a landing, and the pilot um, decided to um, do what's called a downwind landing. Basically means that he's got no real lift. The um, it's, You're committed to the landing. So as we were going in, we hit a bad downdraft, and the wind threw us sideways. We hit a mountainside, um, bounced off that, rolled over, um, landed upside down, and rolled and slid down the mountainside until we hit some trees. So there was um, a total of six of us in the, in, the, in the helicopter, plus the pilot, and, sorry, including the pilot, six altogether. And um, of the six of us, the guy who was sitting next to me ended up pretty badly hurt. Um, uh, broken pelvis, cracked neck vertebra, um, dislocated shoulder, because his hip and his uh, arm were right against the ground as we slid down. Um, I was sitting uh, one in from him, and I was completely fine except for bruises. And same with everyone else in the end, they were, they were fine. The problem was the uh, engine wasn't shutting off. Uh, the uh, was revving out of control, and we had burst the fuel tank, so there's fuel all over the slope. So um, pilot got smart and actually shot the uh, fire extinguisher up the uh, intakes, killed the, uh, the engine, everything cooled off. Um, managed to uh, get a call in um, to uh, Grand Cash, and they sent a, uh, a medevac out for... Um, the, the gentleman who was injured and the rest of us got pulled off a few hours later. Man, oh man. Okay, this just went next level. The um, That is a crazy story. And do you did you walk off the mountain? Like, did you... No injuries, really? I just had bruises. Um, big um, uh, X-shaped bruise on my uh, you know hips and, uh, and uh, shoulders from the, uh, the seatbelt. And that was it for me. So is that the kind of thing... Like, does that stay with you to wake up in the middle of the night? Are you cool flying now? You know, what's funny about that is uh, about three weeks later, I actually had to do some more helicopter work, and it was um, just the nastiest, windiest day. And so that, that burned out any nervousness I had in a helicopter. And nowadays, I'm actually fine in helicopters because I can see. You know, you've got great visibility, right? But when I'm in a regular airplane, I always have to swallow a little bit, just cool myself down. Because you can't really see, you can't. You feel like you have no control. You have no control in a helicopter either. No. But you know, you see more, so it feels more controlled, I guess. So. Wow. And I guess, to, not that I've ever been in a plane crash, but are you able to just sort of think to yourself, "Well, I've already been in one once. What are the chances it happens again?" Yeah. No, I thought about that. Um, I do a lot of travel for uh, for what I do, and um, you know, it's one of those things that I mean, I'm in planes. You know, pre-COVID, I'm in planes constantly. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.